Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody Is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. I am a digital creator and self-awareness guide here to help you sift through your uncertain thoughts to find some clarity and alignment. And before we get into today's episode, I do want to do some housekeeping about, you know, my website, my services, things about me and how I'm kind of putting myself out there. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, I offer one-to-one sessions. I'm also planning on offering a few more other things that I think could be fun for people or helpful for people. Like one of them might be uh, guided group journaling, because a lot of people will ask me how how I journal, how to journal, <laughs> where to start. And while I've been doing it for years, like over a decade, and it's changed a lot throughout those years, I also understand it can be intimidating for somebody who hasn't started journaling to start and to actually do it in a way that helps them transform themselves. So I'm thinking that, that could be a good offering for people who just need some support, need some guidance, um, but don't want to do like a one-to-one call. It could be more of a group thing, having that, you know, support from any other person who might also be struggling. Um, I'm not thinking that it'll be something you have to participate in. It's more just me guiding you with prompts or questions or whatever. So it's just more of like a supportive environment rather than anything that requires you to, you know, be super vulnerable and share anything. So I think that could be fun. Um, I'm also considering bringing back my webinars. I think that'll be fun as well, uh, where I can just do a little lesson, basically, for anyone who wants to hear about certain topics in more depth. I did one back in December. I enjoyed it. I got caught up with a few things, so I couldn't plan out anymore, but I'm thinking of doing that again. The last webinar I did was about self-trust and I kind of dive deep into self-trust more than I do in these podcasts, more than in my videos, because my videos are just kind of, you know, sporadic topics here and there. Um, But when I do the webinars, I want them to be really detailed, you know, an hour long. You can come, you can just listen, you can, you know, put some comments in the comment box on Zoom and I can answer those, you know, something a bit more intensive in a sense. So yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Um, Let me know you know, send me an email, send me a DM, tell me if you think that this will be a good idea. Um, another thing is I've kind of changed my website a little bit, trying to make it a little bit more user-friendly. And yeah, I just, I, I'm constantly changing my mind about things. And I think that's important. That's something that I want to advocate for as much as possible. You will change your mind. You will always grow. This is something that I struggle with throughout most of my life where I feel like I have to, I have to just be one way forever. It's, you know, this or nothing, black and white, you know, And that's always held me back because I don't let myself try new things because I think, okay, if I do this new thing, I have to stick with that forever. And if I'm doing something that I don't like, I don't let myself let it go because I'm like, no, I have to stick with it forever now. And that's so stifling. It's just does not leave room for growth and change and enjoyment and pleasure. So um, this leads into me talking about my membership. I had a membership for about two months um, and that's where I shared Uh, weekly articles. I also uploaded some of my TikTok lives on there. And while I enjoyed doing that for a bit, I realized that it was just taking up more time than I wanted. Um, It also forced me to be creative with my writing in a way that I, that doesn't work for me. Like I love writing. It's my passion. But with my writing, I like to do it when I feel the urge to do it, right? And that's why it was always so confusing for me to try and make my writing my purpose or like my career and stuff because it's not really what the point of it in my life was and I had to realize that very recently in the past year or so that my purpose is not to write right writing is a tool for me to explore my purpose and help people 
but it's not the only way to do that for me or so it's not what I want my my work to be I just enjoy it and it's fun so instead what I'm doing is I'm going to be sharing those articles whenever I feel like it through my newsletter um, as well as any discount codes through my newsletter you know updates offerings all that stuff right so if you want to read those articles when I just feel the need to write about them or write about topics subscribe to my email um I don't send them out too often, maybe maybe like once a week. I'm trying not to be too crazy with how often I send emails because I know that can be annoying. But I want a space where I can share my thoughts through writing. And I think my newsletter is just the best way to do that without having to totally commit to, you know, once a week I have to sit down and write. You know, sometimes I don't feel like writing and that's okay. And I'm allowed to not do that, right? But when it comes to other things that I enjoy doing because they are more in tune with my purpose, which is helping people, I do those no matter what, like creating podcasts, uh, videos, all that. I do that every week without a question, right? Because it's not really about my inspiration. It's more about knowing that, no, I need to get this stuff out. So anyway, that's what's going on with my membership. Um, I still have it up. So if you are subscribed to it, you can still access that stuff. I'm not taking it down or anything, but I'm just not going to uh, update it anymore. Um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Sorry if that was a bit rambly, but anyone who already follows me knows that my podcasts aren't scripted or anything like that. I just kind of talk and I let things flow out of me. So today's episode is going to be about how you exist outside anyone's perception of you. And the reason I want to talk about this is because if you're like me or if you're like who I used to be, in a sense, I kind of still deal with this myself, but this is more of a reminder for myself and also, you know, a reminder for anyone else who deals with this. If you're somebody who feels like they need the attention from somebody else to feel validated in their existence, you don't. You already exist. Just like how you already have worth, you don't need somebody to validate that worth in you. You have it already. It's there. So whether or not somebody is talking to you, engaging with you, giving you their attention, it does not mean you don't exist. You exist. And I know this sounds kind of, you know, trivial for me to say, like, of course, you know, this is common knowledge. But yes, logically, it makes sense. When you're struggling with core wounds of feeling not good enough, of not feeling seen, uh, you know, probably from your childhood, if, if you're like me, not feeling uh, like you fit in, kind of feeling like a black sheep, you know, unseen, unheard, then now probably in relationships or in any aspect of life, really, because I think this all kind of transcends into different areas, you might feel like if you're not getting attention in some way or somebody's talking to you regularly or, you know, you're being ignored, it might feel like you're being ignored, but, you know, it's just that you're not getting that, that you're not being fed with that attention. Uh, it might feel scary and uncomfortable and create this anxiety and eagerness in you because you feel like, no, I need that. I need somebody to see me. I need to be seen. Otherwise, do I even exist? Right? What do I do with myself if someone's not showing me that I am a valid human being? And I'm here to remind you that you do exist because this is specifically for people, obviously, who suffer with um, anxious attachment when it comes to relationships. But again, this can apply to everything. But for those people, I am one of those people as well. I, I have fearful avoidant attachment, so I oscillate between the two sides of the spectrum. Um, when it comes to my anxiousness in relationships, it is usually about the fact that if I'm not getting fed attention, um, and, and by attention, I just mean like being seen or heard or considered or, you know, <laughs> which is the most basic kind of attention, right? Because when we say attention, I think it kind of uh, makes people think of a more like self-centered, self-absorbed thing. 
I just mean in general attention, right? If you are someone who has dealt with a bit of emotional neglect, maybe at times not really being seen, maybe not necessarily on purpose by your caregivers or parents, but because they're, they were busy, they had to work, they, you know, all that stuff is normal, right? But now as an adult, you might be struggling with still feeling invalid when people don't notice you or pay attention to you or give you attention and time, right? I'm here to say that you exist regardless of whether or not someone outside of you is giving you that attention. And this can really crop up when you're dating somebody and they're not talking to you regularly, they're not texting you, you feel like, what's the point of this? Like, who who am I? How how am I supposed to like regulate myself? How am I supposed to understand my purpose or point in, in life if it's not in relation to somebody else and their attention, you know? Again, it sounds a bit illogical to say it like that, but that is kind of what it feels like. And I'm sure anyone who struggles with this understands it. Sorry, I just got slightly interrupted. So hopefully I can pick up where I left off because again, I don't script anything, uh, which is both a benefit and a detriment. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're not being given attention, you're not giving that external validation from somebody just seeing you, it can feel very scary, unsafe, you know, just in, deep down, you know, subconsciously it feels that way, even though logically, of course it doesn't. So the way that I've worked on this and hopefully what can help you is to be the person that sees you. Because let's say you're giving all that power and attention to somebody else, or not attention, but that power to someone else to, to show you that you exist through their attention, right? Whether it's somebody that you're talking to, you're dating, whatever. Let's let's do a thought experiment, right? What if they just disappeared tomorrow, right? What if they just ceased to exist? And I don't mean that in like a, you know, a scary way, but I just mean like in this example, they just disappeared, right? They weren't in your life anymore. What would happen to you, right? Like, would you disintegrate? Would you dissolve? No, you would still exist. And so you have to understand that because your existence is still there, your life still exists outside of them who you now have possibly attached to. Um, you have to find a way to live that life, right? That life is not to be lived simply by somebody else seeing you, right? That's not the purpose of your life. I can't tell you what the purpose of your life is, obviously, um, but I don't think it's that necessarily. Of course, if that's what you want it to be, that's totally valid too, right? I'm just saying this for anybody who struggles with this, who feels that anxiety and insecurity about themselves, right? I'm sure it's not a great feeling and you don't want to be in this headspace, right? So you have to be the person that sees you because again, if this person disappears from you, from your life and is no longer there, whoever that is, even if people, like everybody from the planet disappeared, right? <laughs> obviously that's again, scary. We need people, we need, we're communal creatures, obviously. But in this example, everybody disappears. Do you stop existing? Right? And that is kind of like a philosophical question, but I would argue that you don't, right? It might feel that way, but you still are there and you can still make your existence and your experience valid in your own way. So let's say this person that you have attached to disappears, is no longer in your life. Yes, it's sad. What would you do now? Like, what are you going to do? You have to be the person that sees you and sees your life, right? Living for somebody else's perception of you, living for their, you know, objective observation of you can feel disorienting. It makes you lose sight of yourself. You are your observer, ultimately, and you should start acting that way, right? You get to see your life. You are both the main character and the watcher of your life, which is great because it is your movie. You can kind of make it whatever you want it to be, right? But you have to show yourself that you are going to be seen no matter what, and you have to take the, the role of being that seer for yourself, right? Show yourself the validation the acceptance, the approval, you know, the praise, the love, whatever it is that you are wanting from this person who you think that when they leave or if they leave, you cease to exist. That's what you need to do for yourself. You need to be that for yourself in whatever way works for you. That might mean taking yourself out on dates. That might mean going, 
to things that you enjoy, you know, that might mean congratulating yourself, whatever it is, be that for yourself because you exist outside anybody else's perception of you. You are still valid. You are still there and you should take control of that and you should show yourself that. And it really is about internal work, obviously, like that's the most cliche thing to say, you know, it's, you have to live from the inside out, but that's really what it is. You have to kind of start digging deep and working outwards from there. So how can you start showing yourself that? How can you start showing yourself that you are valid in your existence without anybody else? Now, again, that's not to say you have to be hyper individualistic and never lean on anybody. No, of course, that's the whole point, right? We learn how to do that for ourselves so that we are better able to show others how to do that for us and to not attach to people who can't ultimately show us what we need. You know, being able to let them go because they're not, give, they're not, they're not fulfilling us anyway, right? They're, they're not healthy for us or whatever. You have to start with within yourself to do that. And that's where this core work is. So of course, I always recommend journaling, sitting down, you know, exploring these thoughts and these ideas like what is it about me feeling unseen that I'm using to attach to this person how can I make myself feel more seen what would make me feel more seen you know in what ways in my childhood did I not feel seen because you can get a lot of clues um, from your childhood and your upbringing right to help you out now in your adulthood to find out what you're actually starving of right so yeah I hope this was helpful this is a short episode it's just something quick I wanted to get out there because I think it's just valuable to to hear you know, um, obviously it's, you probably already know this, but sometimes it helps to re to rehear it from somebody else. You exist outside anyone's perception of you. So show yourself that, show yourself that you exist. What does that mean to live and exist? If nobody else were watching, if you were the only one watching, what would you actually want to do? What would you want to see, right? What kind of life would you want to actually see and perceive? Obviously this isn't like a quick fix. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not gonna be able to change this and live a life that's you know, what you want to see and how you want to show up. It takes time, it takes effort, but just even getting clear on what makes you feel seen, how you would feel seen if nobody was there to perceive you is the best place to start, right? So yeah, sit down, think about it, journal about it. This is kind of why I want to potentially start doing guided journal workshops. Um, I haven't decided 100% yet on those, but um, this is, this is, I think, a reason why it could be helpful to do that, right? If you struggle with journaling and getting clear on these thoughts and sifting through them. So yeah, again, you exist outside anyone's perception of you and you deserve to live the kind of life that would be enjoyable for you to watch. Not for somebody else, not feeling valid only because they're seeing you and you doing things and looking certain ways and uh, existing just to be seen by this person because what if they weren't there anymore, right? Would you cease to exist? No, you'd still be there and you deserve, you, you and your inner child deserve to be seen and to exist and to enjoy life in the way you want to enjoy it. So hopefully this was helpful and I will be back again next week with another episode.